Joining us on the program today is David Weens, Vice President of Dairy Farmers of Canada. There's been some, uh, I'd like to say, anecdotal reports on uh, the hardness of butter. Um, and, and uh, yeah, there's no, there's no uh, uh, scientific study that's been done to actually look into that. But, uh, but, you know, we want to follow up with this to see, is that, in fact, uh, an issue there in terms of uh, uh, hardness of butter? And uh, to that, you know, so to that point, at uh, Dairy Farms of Canada, we have uh, an expert group looking into, you know, the, any, any available science or research that's been done on this and, and the other concerns that have been uh, raised by consumers. So, uh, you know, hopefully we can um, identify any possibilities. But like I say, there's not, uh, there's not any... any um, uh, actual scientific evidence to show that there is a, cor- a direct correlation between a cow's diet and and the uh, and the the issue that is being talked about now. I mean, it is true that uh, you know what cows eat, you know, in terms of uh, of, of her diet uh, can impact the the, the texture, um, you know, and the and and the, the the taste of the butter to some extent. Uh, but still, those are things that we need to look into much more closely. Uh, the other uh, issue I wanted to talk about here was the um, issue surrounding um, palm palm supplements. Can you can you fill us in on that? Yeah. So there's uh, you know what what happens is in in uh, you know I should back up here just a minute to say that uh, cows for the most part are fed uh, uh, you know feeds that are grown. On the farm, so whether it's forages like alfalfa, uh, barley, corn, uh, this makes up by far the the, the bulk of a of a cow's diet. And then, uh, together with our nutritionists, uh, you know, they'll advise us on on what we need to uh, balance the diet so that we can get uh, optimum production, and of course, maintaining the health of the cow, which is obviously a priority that. Uh, uh, that we can uh, achieve that. So then, uh, you know, the nutritionist will uh, will uh, advise, you know, putting in, you know, various supplements, whether it's canola meal or corn meal or, or wheat distillers meal, those sort of things. Uh, but it could also include things like uh, palm fats, which is a byproduct from uh, palm oil production. So uh, that is a, a good source of energy for the cows. So that those are the kind of things that help to uh, balance a cow's diet. Can you talk a little bit more about that? And you know, are you guys looking to use alternatives to that for feed? Or, well, that's uh, you know, that's just it. Uh, you know, palm palm fat uh, are, are are byproducts from palm oil production, and uh, and so that's uh, you know, uh, palm production doesn't exist to create palm by byproducts. That simply happens from what's left over. And one of the things about uh, cows, you know, uh, in, in terms of, of diets is that they are uh, major upcyclers. So, you know, for, for these supplements that we use, even at uh, something like corn distillers or, or wheat distillers, those are the kind of things that are, are, are left over after uh, making what, what the, the plant was originally uh, uh, used for. So, and, and that is the same with, with palm fat. So, which is a byproduct from the uh, palm oil production. So that is uh, uh, that's what's being used in the, you know when recommended by nutritionists that will be used, but only to a very small 
uh, portion of the diet, anywhere from you know 0.5% to 2% of the of the diet. So it is uh, you know uh, very minimal, but at the same time, it is a good energy source. So now in the meantime, uh, you know because of of all the, the the questions around it and and the discussion going on, you know we simply ask farmers to find alternatives in the meantime. We'll we'll let the expert committee do its work, look into uh, you know what the reasons are for it. So uh, yeah, so now and 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 I, I should say too, like there's uh, you know there's other things that play into this as well. Uh, you know in terms of well, there's the, the breed of the cow. You know, a, a Jersey cow has a different level of, kind of an, a different average level of butterfat than a Holstein cow. So, you know, breeds will make a difference. Uh, you know, the time of year in which the forages are harvested will make a difference. And and the region, you know, in, in which we find ourselves, you know, are we in a kind of in a, in a hot, dry area or are we in a cooler, uh, you know, more wet area? All of those will impact the feed that the cows ultimately get. And so because of all these different factors, it, it, it then uh, needs, uh, you know, different details to complete that balanced diet for the cows. So those are the kind of things that are being looked into here. And um, David, can you give us a bit of an update on the, um, on the compensation, the, uh, the payment uh, program there? You know, are things starting to roll out uh, now or...? Uh, yeah, so the, the, the federal government announced uh, compensation uh, payments. I mean, they, the commitment had been made uh, years ago already. Uh, it actually been uh, made under the previous government of uh, of Stephen Harper, but it was uh, until just recently that the announcement was made by uh, by this government to actually now uh, make those those payments. They they had made uh, one payment the year before, but there was no plan as to how the next payments would be made. So. Uh, they have now committed to these payments over the next uh, uh, over over a period of three years, and the first payment uh, has has been done already, and and uh, uh, many farmers have already received the first payment, uh, like the, the 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 payment that was uh, committed to now back in November. Uh, most have already received that payment now by actually uh, by the end of February. Most had already received it. Okay, and that, that the second payment is that when will that uh, be be issued? Well, according to uh, to what the government uh, uh, you know announced earlier, you know the one payment was coming now in January, which it has, and uh, so every every uh, you know over the next two years now, the, the next payments will be coming at about the same time. Oh, okay, and and certainly that that's created. Uh, uh, you know, for uh, that will help uh, farmers to, uh, you know, to adapt to uh, the new environment. Uh, certainly, with these trade agreements being signed by 2024, we'll have uh, 18% of our markets will be uh, filled by imports, and of course, uh, you know, that is going to uh, put a lot of pressure on on dairy farmers in Canada uh, to make those adjustments because of all uh, because of the uh, the uh, the the amount of imports coming in. So, uh, and this, I, I think what this has done then is it has uh, uh, helped uh, farmers to plan for uh, further investments for, you know, further efficiencies and improvements on the farm uh, sooner than what they might otherwise have done.
That was David Weens, Vice President for Dairy Farmers of Canada. That's it for the Prairie Agwire for today. If you have any questions or opinions to share, send them to us by email, thefarmdesk at goldenwest.ca. I'm Corey Canute. Thanks for listening and have a great afternoon. The Prairie Agwire will return tomorrow on the Golden West Farm Network.